Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down on things each week that makes it the thing that's titled podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. What's up, welcome. guys? Not much. Hello. I just, uh, I just threw on. I'm, I'm trying to quit the the despicable jewel, the despicable fucking little electric chimney, and so I tried the patch, and I feel like a cool cyborg because I have a patch on my arm. A so transdermal implant. Yes, that's what that's what I want. Just just cut me open, slide a little cigarette <laughs> in my arm, and let you me need- soak it up. Yeah, like like how they do for birth control, but it's just filled with nicotine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just just not even. It's just an actual cigarette. I want to, <laughs> to I want a slot on my arm that I can smoke cigarettes out of. You can get, <laughs> a, get that get put in. Hmm? I was say you can get like a get like an IUD, but it can go up your uh, urethra. For, yeah, for yeah. Nicotine. <laughs> that would cigarette. be that would be fantastic. I would really enjoy that. I think that seems about as pleasant as being addicted to cigarettes to me. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, being addicted uh, to cigarettes is like awesome. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's very pleasant while we'll you're addicted. A, yeah, we'll discuss it in a, f- a later story. But yeah, it's addicted to cigarettes m- just means it's time to ring the ring the chemical reward bell all day long. Ding 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 ding. Right. So, you have like a very good. a very easy way to. Uh, to give yourself a little treat, which is very yeah. nice. Little wins, little wins. Reward yourself. <laughs> oh, um, I, speaking of speaking of urethra, I just remembered I forgot to do my my new intro, which is like, <laughs> "What's up, fuckers? Wiener hole in uh, that like that awful." Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the call your daddy lady. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes uh, I, I'm fucking and I'm thinking about my podcast. That <laughs> thing. I yeah. feel bad for her because like so there used to be two of them, and I feel like. That like the vibe I got from listening to that clip of her doing that intro was like, oh no, I have no one to talk to, so I'm just going to keep saying things, even though I like don't really un- know what I'm saying. Like that's <laughs> yeah, like, I f- yeah, I feel like it's like the transition from like doing a podcast to doing talk radio. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's like all right, yeah. gotta fill the time, like you know, uh, and I'm- filling the time with the least sort of appealing and creative sex talk imaginable basically you guys make me so horny like oh my god like she's she's yeah. something else but let's be clear uh the proof is in the pudding um hundreds of thousands of people at least <laughs> seem to enjoy that so uh the joke's on us uh, yeah be very well, clear about that how they're enjoying it is remains that's the question I'm just imagining <laughs> we we pivot to having our podcast be us talking all about our sex lives and our listenership just plummets just like through the basement. Just Some, somehow hundreds we have, of we people have negative listeners. Ship. People are people are paying up. People the Patreon goes up because we make, it's a threat instead of a promise. Yeah, we'll we'll release less episodes every week if you join our Patreon. We if have a, if you don't pay, we will put out more stuff. <laughs> we have a buy our silence tier where you can just <laughs> sign up to get us to to quit podcasting yeah. yeah we'll stop it'll be easy it's like the guy on the l train that plays the fucking saxophone you guys know that guy is he out give me money and i'll stop playing the saxophone pretty much he's really really bad at the saxophone <laughs> he's like 
he plays hot cross buns and something else. It's just like, <laughs> and I've definitely seen people give him money to stop. So um, that kind of rules. Yeah, uh, yeah, but no, I, that's crazy. To, like, like to to ca- be able to try to carry a podcast solo, like. Even Mark Marin doesn't think he can do that. So, like, <laughs> like nobody can just talk for... They oof, have to yeah. just start doing guests, right? I mean, like, there's no... Like, nobody... Like, you run out of stuff to say, right? I mean, like, what yeah. could you possibly... Especially now, when you can't go anywhere. There's not even, like... It's Yeah, your you podcast is about sex, and you're, like, not allowed to have sex with anyone, even. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I think they do do... She does guests now. Like, that is... She has a guest yeah. on, but she's... I think she was <laughs> trying to do the Mark Maron thing where she talks to herself. Sorry. But didn't she have anything to oh, say. Okay. I think she's still cut out. Oh, no. So, Am I back? Uh, what the fuck? I figured yeah, she just definitely Yeah. That she's back. Okay. All right. You, you cut out right after Mark Marin. What the hell? I'm on Ethernet. I don't understand. Um, anyway, what I was saying was, I think she's trying to do the Mark Marin thing where she like muses to herself, but since her whole podcast is just about sex, she has like nothing to say because it's like not that interesting <laughs> to hear someone very, just not, talk yeah. about sex. <laughs> not a very sexy time in in, in history either. Just yeah, it is not. Thing. It is not, as Borat would say, sexy time. That everyone is, is a, that is what the history. <laughs> yeah, it really I, is I, the opposite of the sexual revolution. Like everyone is terrified of physical contact. But they, yeah, but they speak about it so so constantly and openly. I feel like <laughs> everyone's just like everyone's just logging onto Twitter and like just posting like, <laughs> just like sometimes some of that us, is really you know? like the opposite of a sexy time that no one can actually do anything, but everyone is talking about it in graphic detail constantly. Like yeah. really ideally you would want the reverse as your, as like peak, uh, horniness. But, uh, yeah. guys, that's what the history books will say about this time. That is the least sexy time in history. It's just the era yeah, of, like of less, blue balls. Less <laughs> sexy than like the old days when everyone stunk. Like, you know, like somehow, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when everyone took one bath a year and had like everyone smelled like sour milk all the time. Yeah, you know, pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Is that like soap would be like you know it was like like even a king would have like one small bag of soap to use once a year or something. That this sucks too because like you can look it up a, a bag of soap. Yes, a bag of soap powder to dust himself <laughs> with and then thrash about in his tub. That was, like, such a hard time, too, because you had to have, like, ten kids because, like, half of them would die and you need people to work on your farm. So, like, not only did everyone smell all the time, but you were, like, obligated to fuck a lot. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, connected. You're you're giving birth to ten kids and you only shower, but, like, in between the first five and this last five. So (laughs) as soon as they come out, they have staph infections. They're just like, oh, and I'm sick. Oh, geez. And then it's just like... There's no, you know, hygiene involved in the medical profession. I'll just I would do say my, there's no my, medical my profession. viral tweet about how bad doctors used to be. Oh, yeah. Someone can quote it and post it on Betches or whatever. But, you know. 
You got to do that thing where you get a viral tweet and you have like 100,000 uh, faves and retweets or, and then you retweet it again to make sure that nobody missed it. Yeah, <laughs> just get a little bit. Of, just get one more eyeball on that if I could. Just if I could <laughs> gotta, get one more peek on that. Just in, ca- just in case anyone missed this. Yeah. Just You got to get all the juice out of that. Just wring it out a little more. Just one last squeeze. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's, the, it's the fucking Twitter version of, of ripping, ripping open a popcorn bag and lip, licking the butter off of it. It's just like, all right, <laughs> come on. You've had your fill. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Sorry, you gotta down. think of a new. Gotta think of a new one. You already got. You already got the one. You gotta think of a new one. Yeah, you gotta prove it wasn't a fluke. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You do the, the classic. Uh, welcome new followers. Sorry or whatever <laughs> the people do. Yeah, check out. You know. Welcome new whatever. followers is always like very funny to me. Just like yeah, it's they're not like thinking about you. They just clicked a button. You're not. You don't need to welcome them. Yeah. Patty, would you like to welcome your new follower of the podcast? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was big for me. Did somebody Apparently, unfollow you? I feel yeah, like we so, definitely were. For, if, for context, uh, the Twitter account uh, of the podcast, which is at whatatimepod, um, please follow. We, we discovered last night, Eli discovered last night that our podcast Twitter account, which follows like only a few people, all people who've been guests on the podcast or and hosted, me and, Kath. and <laughs> me, me and Eli was not following Patty, which is very funny. <laughs> the only one we're making a point. I, I mean, at first I was like, oh, I guess maybe at some point we just didn't follow ourselves and only followed guests. But then I was like, well, it follows me and Kath. My best guess is my best guess is that uh, one of us unfollowed. Uh, <laughs> unfollowed Patty as a bit at some point. Probably me. Probably at a beloved East Village dive bar. It was just like Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds like a uh sounds like a Friday night uh <laughs> one AM special. Yeah, g- gotcha. <laughs> special. Yeah. In, in between in between passing around uh shots of uh of Hennessy that no one can ever do is ever allowed to do again now. Um, sharing a little shot glass. Oh yeah. That was, that was the number one thing. It, that was the number one thing as soon as they as soon as they discovered Corona at all, they were like, number one thing we want people to stop doing. Please don't order a glass of Hennessy neat, a little little glass, and pass it around to your friends. Just to <laughs> definitely never do that again. So, oh, man. Yeah, that's like, there goes all my weekend plans forever. Just yeah. passing around a tiny glass of Hennessy between 12 people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those days it. are over. Those, Doing that's, the some way we used to, that, that's the way we used to bond in the before time. But now, <laughs> no more. We'll have to I, find a new way. That Dare is I like the funniest cost-saving move at a bar is to just order one drink and you and all your boys just <laughs> sipping it just a night out at the bar me i'll take the, one glass of hennessy please me and the, the boys like all right me and the boys sipping one small hennessy neat at the club <laughs> trying to get girls to sit at our table with this fucking tiny little rocks glass that we're all passing around and taking neat little sips out of. Yeah. It's, it's in the luck. center of the table like it's bottle service, but it's just one tiny it's in the bucket of ice, but it's just the one glass of Hennessy. Yeah. Just asking is asking you guys want you and you ladies want to hit this and it's just like the, the, the part where it's like translucent at the bottom, like the one last like three drops. Yeah. Just the true backwash <laughs> the backwash sip. Yeah, asking yeah. them to bring you yeah, can you bring uh, like bring us one tiny times. little Patty glass just posted of in the podcast chat, um 
I remembered yesterday night, uh, the time on the podcast when we were talking about bidets and uh, Patty referenced bidet setting Widowmaker and mm-hmm. uh, very funny joke. I was laughing about it. And apparently um, the tushy bidet has faved my tweet. So we're on the map, guys. Yeah. Sponsorship opportunity. Maybe. Well, I was, yeah. I was going to speak about tushy bidet, but, uh, but maybe I shouldn't. If, if, if we're clamoring for that sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I also had a bowl of the famous podcast cereal earlier. I won't say the name because I want to get the uh, get you, know, uh, you guys know the podcast cereal, right? Does it, oh, does, yeah, it, the does, like... it r- does it rhyme with tragic poon? It does, in fact. <laughs> ah, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, that, yes. They're like it, it, it's funny that we are um, giving them a euphemism because that is their entire business model is to have euphemisms for famous cereals and That's true. resell them to people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, was it good? Know. Did you like it? Yeah, the 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 chocolate one is is pretty good. Um, I have to say, I got some I got some oat milk. Had a nice little uh, nice little snack before we started. So nice little yeah. tragic poon to start your morning. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> chocolate. Uh, yeah. Let's just let's just talk about like people or uh, companies that sponsor tons of podcasts constantly, but just bleep it all out and then send it to them and be like release the files yeah. we'll we'll release the tape <laughs> pay us pay us to unlock pay to unlock to yeah we'll unbleep this if you direct hit us with that direct deposit mm-hmm. i just ordered a, a crate of the podcast berries uh, yeah is <laughs> really that that, no i did not no but oh is, wow is that, just if we just refer to them all exist? as the podcast whatever it is yeah i yeah. did the podcast mailing function <laughs> yeah yeah i i didn't I know, don't know Maybe. if the podcast berries still exist that's a good question they must i haven't heard that in a while like like it used to be all over wtf i remember was like that's oh, where yeah. i always heard it yeah um but I, I don't know if it's maybe they were only on the like that was like their main. I mean that's probably enough in terms of you know you don't have to really go crazy spreading sponsorships all over the place if you know enough people listen to that yeah um, i got good. uh i'm getting the podcast therapy that's what i'm doing now Oh, the the phone <laughs> oh, therapy. I'm not really. Again, I just oh, think okay. it's funny yeah, yeah, that yeah. there is a podcast therapy. Is that, is, the one, is that the one that rhymes with hawk race? Yes. Yeah, yeah. and or chalk face. Yeah. Of these, yeah. I don't know. That had bad reviews on the on the app store because I was like, this seems good for quarantine to talk to somebody, and then they were like, don't. It had pretty bad reviews. Well, there's yeah. also it, the one that it, rhymes with. Uh, Wetter whelp. Wetter. Now I'm just thinking of like Elmer Fudd. Wetter whelp. <laughs> Wetter whelp. This listeners is like a. Know. This is just like a. Yeah. This is this is a puzzle you can do at home for the listeners. <laughs> Go, tune in for our new po- our new podcast segment where we read you all the clues off a crossword. Um, <laughs> Wetter whelp. I honestly don't know what that one is. You're oh, not boy. listening to the same podcast as me, I guess. I don't listen to yeah, any podcast. No, I'm not familiar with that one at all. Um, yeah, I do. Th- 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 those 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 therapy ones are interesting though. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are people that get something out of them, but I just can't help but like think of you like texting somebody. You just like you write a whole long thing, and like the response is just like, "That's wild." Well, it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, happy crazy. for you though, or sorry that happened. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I didn't have my phone on. That oh, sounds man, rough. That sucks. Just like that sucks. That is not <laughs> what I'm paying for. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's, I think it's one. video. I don't think it's like text therapy. Uh, I, see, I, I remember wrong. seeing ads on the subway that looked like it was texting, but maybe maybe I'm just maybe interpreting it wrong. Maybe it was like meant to just represent what's going on and not the actual app or whatever. <laughs> I think it might be both. Their big their big get was Michael Phelps, which felt weird because I was like, why does Michael Phelps go to? You know, full fat therapy, like you know, right? He can heavy afford cream it. Cream level therapy. He should. He can pay for it. He should be going to the goddamn Hannibal therapy in the long l- leather chaise lounge with yeah. a man in like a three piece suit asking him about his day. That's you know your therapy is expensive if you lie down during it. Yeah, does that's that like I the guess real that, money? That's like old school. They don't do that. No one's on a that's fainting couch anymore. Yeah, they don't really. They don't really do it. Yeah, that's so they can massage your head while they do it to feel with the their, pulses. With their uh, questions, that's what they're doing. They're massaging your yeah. brain. Yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> shall we? Shall we do some news? Some hot. Let's hot do some news. news. Let's do it. Number five. Number five here. Um, uh, this one. Uh, uh, comes to us from uh, South Korea. Um, okay, so I'm just going to give the backstory here. Uh, I'm not. I don't think we have like a full like. This hasn't fully come to fruition yet, but but apparently it's been announced. So, back in 2004, Kellogg's um, had a, a, a I guess like a an election. You know, kind of like a marketing campaign that was it was an election between two candidates running to be the president of Kellogg Checks World, is what it says here. Um, so they were basically, they just ran a poll to see who wants what kind of checks and the two different flavors of checks were, uh, either one was, um, Checky, who was a hip young square who promised to double the chocolate flavor in check cereal. So that's chocolate or Chaka, a rude and ugly checks picks piece who promised to put green onions in checks instead. So they did a public online poll. Assuming that, and this is from the seriously.net is the website I'm reading this on, a serial blog. Um, so it's seriously.net. I just need yes. to be clear about this. Seriously.net. A serial yeah. news blog. Yeah. Webmaster okay. of seriously.net. Contact us. We will have you on. <laughs> yeah. Admin uh, at seriously.net. <laughs> yeah. Send us an email. So... <laughs> So the the there's a is like a cute little you know chocolatey looking checks kind of you know kind of maybe a little bit nerdy looking but still and then there's a big mean kind of big tooth like Shrek ass guy uh, <laughs> and that's that's the green onion guy he's green he looks he looks like and this is from seriously um, assuming that kids would naturally choose super chocolatey Chucky over his hybrid Shrek Mucinex man opponent um, Kellogg's let kids vote through a public online poll. So whatever the South Korean equivalent of Reddit is, found it and, and, and stuffed the ballot box. So uh, uh, Kellogg's apparently shut down the poll, uh, the online portion of the poll, and um, only collected votes in an effort to try to salvage this. Um, only collected votes on the phone and in person in amusement parks, apparently. So they, <laughs> oh, really so they, like, they okay. shut they shut down mail-in ballots. <laughs> right. They did voter suppression. Yeah. They um, did. They did. They suppressed. They went. They were anti-democratic because they yeah. had already anointed the winner. Yeah. They started requiring so. ID to vote for the checks man. Yeah, yeah. They they were like, if you have a felony on your record, you cannot. You you do not get a say in checks flavors. This is basically a coup at the convention here. They had the super delegates uh, were all pledged to the chocolate guy, um, and uh, so yeah, so 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 the, they basically just 
you know, Kellogg's basically just said, okay, enough. Like the lead was too big to, to make up, you know, ground with the, their, uh, uh, voter suppression stuff. So they clearly were just going to make the chocolate cereal anyway. They did not want the green onion to win. So they said the online votes don't count. And they just put out the check the chocolate cereal. Hey, so, fuck all of you. Here's chocolate checks. Enjoy. Right. So, so, I mean, like, you know, chocolate checks doesn't sound bad to me, but it's, yeah, it's just kind yeah. of like, well, come on, man. That's not cool. Um, give me the and, green uh, onion. Give me the, give me the green onion. Yeah. So people went, um, kind of wild. This is back in 04. This is a long time ago. Uh, the early days of sort of this, you know, not early days, but you know, like, so the, I just posted in the chat, like a, a meme that was put together after the, the win. And it's like the, you know, the, the green onion guy drowning in the chocolate. Uh, it's very, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, I, uh, very propaganda. The green onion guy is drowning in the chocolate because I believe the chocolate checks is drowning him. Yeah. He is being, uh, he is mur- being murdered. It is yeah, not it an accidental death. It's silence. Yeah, it's very, some pro- would say. it's very propaganda poster postery. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so flash forward to, uh, uh, 16 years later, uh, not too long ago this month, um, there's a, Kellogg's put out a video on their YouTube channel, uh, a six-second-long video featuring a singer repeatedly saying "I'm sorry" as if to apologize, and then um, it's like the green onions being dropped into a bowl of the chocolate cereal, <laughs> and then they release this uh, this this uh, box art of this limited edition, which has the Shrek guy um, who rules. triumphing over the over the chocolate guy. So apparently, they're actually putting out this green onion cereal. The, I want to check it out. I think green onion check sounds good, honestly. I think that sounds like very tasty. It's Maybe like an, not in milk for breakfast, but like if they threw some green onion checks in a Chex mix, I would be all about that. Well, if you eat it yeah. dry, what it's it's like a chivey toasty sort of thing. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty good in the morning. These sweet cereals yeah. have had their day. All these I love, I love a savory breakfast. I also like in this cartoon that like the big sort of bully green onion checks guy um, he is he is very Shrek like he also looks a little bit like a pickle to me um, yeah. but I like he's like yelling something and it's like green onion breath coming out of his there's like it's like stinky breath uh, yeah. yeah coming out of his mouth which I think is a very nice touch and anyone who didn't think that the public would beloved this would become immediately a beloved figure in, in you know the serial <laughs> Hall of Heroes is was wrong because he rules. He's got bad breath. He's got he looks mad and rambunctious. Yeah, and like the little chocolate ones here too. And he's just being an absolute little geek. He's being a little nerd. He's and a little seems nerd. Like mad that the guy's like achieving his dreams. Which like fuck off, little chocolate checks. You know, let him let yeah. him be him. Let him be an onion. But I cereal. promise to get us an extra two minutes of recess. <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah no. This is what this is. Is there's um, the chocolate checks will get you uh, promises a extra two minutes of recess and green onion checks promises that there will be pizza for lunch every day. Right. Yeah. No. Just completely breaking the system. Like They'll put a no. soft you know, serve you know machine you can't in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate checks says uh, there's going to be soda in the water fountains. Green checks is, says he's going to kill all the teachers. He's going to make <laughs> a sovereign nation of students. <laughs> He's really like, yeah, it's like revolutionize. Every, everyone, everyone gets a ten percent larger locker to fit their books versus um, no homework. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I or personally, homework. I personally am in multiple advanced calculus classes, and I could use the extra space in my locker to store my books. 
which would help me avoid back issues later in life. And then Green Shacks just knocks over his podium and he's like, no walls. We're taking out the walls. And everyone's yeah. like, yes, Green Shacks, we love you. Um, so yeah, this, this yeah. I want to eat think, like, these. So 2004 makes sense because I was about to, that, that was that time. Because I was about to be like, when are companies going to learn that you don't ask the internet for anything? But 2004, they were still learning that. Before, right. you know, they'd be like, name our boat. And then two days later, they'd be like, we're not calling the boat Sea Hitler. Everyone, thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah, it, it, it is like they, like, um, they were definitely in the marketing department, like, super pumped about this. Like, what a fun thing. And then it's like, oh, no, this is not, <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> they definitely went into this having no, I mean, obviously the whole thing was, you know, essentially rigged, but like, um, this idea that like they thought it was just gonna be like a fun thing that just like confirmed what they already knew and it's like well good good yeah. good stuff a hundred percent chance someone said don't worry we won't have to make the green checks right just to absolutely it's also guarantee. if you really want to guarantee it like don't make the alternative flavor bad guy something that sounds good like make, make it like chocolate nerd. versus dog shit checks or something like yeah you, you can't go do deep. green onion and have people go, oh, that sounds interesting. Like, no, they definitely would have done the would have whatever it was. They would have voted for it. It would have been the same. You know, I, I think. I mean, because it's like, oh, I want to see if they can make dog turd checks. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. it's like okay, go I make suppose. it. Go make it then. We'll wait. We're watching. <laughs> go make it. Go make it. And then they and then they're they're you the try it. They have to be like, we can't make dog shit checks. And I'm like, wow, maybe you shouldn't have made it an option then. And then Chex goes out of business forever. So, what do you do? Much to think about. Did you guys do the, um, did you guys see when they had, like, the, the Chex Mix pieces rankings? Did you, did you see this? Mm-hmm. It was, on, oh. it was online. Um, I, I think people are really harsh on those mini breadsticks. Those are my favorite. Those are pretty good. They soak up a lot of the flavoring, too. Yeah. Everyone loves the goddamn rye chips. Everyone's going buck wild for their rye chips online, right? Is that isn't that what always? Yeah, happens? the rye chips seem like. I mean, the rye chip it is probably the thing that soaks up the most flavor. If, to be fair, of the powder, I do like the rye chips. Yeah, I feel like everyone's um, too embarrassed to choose the regular checks, but I think it's a great addition. I think it's a solid performer in the mix. Regular checks, excellent. See, I I, Brown wheat uh, checks, trash. Get them out of here. I would put the pretzels at the bottom because they don't take any of the flavor on, and it's like if I wanted pretzels, I'd eat pretzels. You know, they don't. They like they don't. I don't know. They don't do it for me. Certainly, don't need two different kinds of pretzels. Yeah, that is true. I like a little bit of pretzel, but like, yeah, I, I if there is a preponderance of of pretzels, I am disappointed when I like, open my bag you got, of checks mix. You got the square pretzel and the round pretzel. I mean, like, you know, even if you like pretzels, it's like I don't think we need both of these. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, just like. Get a, put a fifth, uh, put a sixth thing, and or only have five things. Like you don't need to have stack the deck. You know, forty percent of these things are going to be, you know, or, or what is that? No, thirty three percent of these things are going to be pretzels. I was, yeah. I was an English major. Please leave me alone. <laughs> You're getting roasted for that for doing yeah. the wrong percentage of checks. Yeah, no, I mean you, you could eliminate a whole machine from your your assembly line just by removing one of the two pretzels. I feel no like one's pretz- like, oh, I really like pretzels, oh. but I wish these pretzels had corners. That's what I need. Yeah, well, it's I think I think there's an argument to be made for the quarters there. I feel like they put pretzels in just to get people into Chex Mix who might be a little, you know, hesitant and be like, "There's pretzels <laughs> in here too. You like pretzels, right?" And like, Who's uh, hesitant maybe. about Chex Mix? Yeah, 
Who's like, I don't know, I'm a pretty picky eater. I might not like Chex Mix. I mean, I feel like if they just came out the gate with, like, rye chips, everyone would be like, what, you know? Some weird to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They need the pretzels to cut it so that they can take on such a, especially <laughs> it's if it's intense. bold mix, bold party mix. Did you see that? Th- there was a thread or somebody that was like, can we stop we stop making fun of picky eaters or whatever? There's been a lot of good, like, oh, weird yeah. threads. People are losing the their minds lately. It's, yeah. yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. lot of hot takes on uh on Twitter lately. The guy yeah, who, I saw I the picky like, eaters a, thing. I think his account is still locked, but he had that like insane like like basically like you know thousand word blog post that was in a thread form about like childless privilege or whatever. That guy was really yeah. Um, oh yeah, that guy was just like I, I I feel bad when those people get like completely obliterated because we we need them. They're like a very important part of the ecosystem. Like. Same with the the lady who was saying that um, himbos are ableist or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, like being into a dumb hunk is like predatory or whatever. It's like pedophilia or something. Like, that's insane. Obviously, she's wrong. But like, don't don't make her lock her account. I want to see what that mind comes up with. You know. That's why you got to follow those people before they lock up. That's the that's the, the I, I'm not willing to do that, but that's what that's what people do do to kind of keep keep track of what's. what's yeah, going. I just like that's that's a, a brain we need to preserve and study. You know, those are the like, yeah you need you need you need the people that remind you that you can wow you really can just post whatever you just get the little box and you and you type whatever you want in the box and it goes out to millions of people. Yeah, yeah. You just send it. Anyone can see it. You can post whatever you want. Yeah. And even if no one usually listens to you, even if you don't have that many followers, if you make a take bad enough, somebody will find it. If you fucking build it, they will come and they yeah. will make retweet it incessantly and be like, check this dumbass idea out. Yeah. I, I was batting. That's I was, the, oh, sorry. I was, I was ahead of, Go ahead. No, you go. You go. I was just saying, I've, I've been batting a thousand apparently on these because both the himbo post and the child privilege post, both of them, people were retweeting them and I was like, both of these people blocked me at some point, so I'm already out of this. <laughs> I'm just apparently wow. getting getting blocked by all the bad taste accounts ahead of the curve. Bad to the bone riff. Um, the, new, the new ratio, you know, which is like a thing that's been beaten into the ground, obviously, after being like a fun observation now, it's just like people post like gifts that say i'm here for the ratio or whatever but like um the the new one is because now you can see if somebody quote you know quotes you yeah. or whatever you know so if you have like ten thousand retweets and like nine thousand eight hundred are <laughs> uh quotes you know you got a good got a good thing going um, yeah that is a <laughs> that is the dunk ratio <laughs> <laughs> It's just like fun of this. It's important it's it's fun to make fun of those people and like they should be if you say something that dumb, like people should absolutely like let you know because that's like you can't be you can't be out here uh believing those things. That's insane. But like I don't want it to be to the point where they're like, fuck it, I'm offline because then we lose th- those we lose those perfect uh you know rare delusional perspectives and then we don't get to see things like childless privilege or uh we need a marxism uh that isn't like we need to move beyond marxism because he marx was white like we don't get those amazing ideas if we drive all those people offline you know yeah it's 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 like harvest you gotta you have to save some seeds for the next season you exactly. can't, you, you're, you gotta be, you gotta keep it going. You can't, you can't really just, you know, 
completely wring it dry. You got to leave a little bit to, to grow again. But I was yeah, there's I, an account that I follow, uh, like that I check on sometimes when I just want to like, you know, scratch the the dumb take itch in my brain, and uh, she's like a relatively big account, but like doesn't get doesn't get like dunked on like that. And then a while ago, people were people people like found her tweets and were like kind of raking her over the coals and she locked her account. And I was so bummed out. Cause I was like, now I can't read this for schadenfreude because people like told her how dumb she was. And now my entertainment is, is, uh, compromised, you know? Yeah. It's a bad, it's like, it's like if you're eating, you know, having a meal at a restaurant or something and you said something dumb and like sort of that thing happened where like everybody else at the table's like, Hmm, and just hear like the clattering of silverware. But then right <laughs> after that happened, the rest of the restaurant got up and was like, What? And then all came over <laughs> to your table and were like bullying you. <laughs> like, you guys hear this? And then I guess retweeting would just be like repeating it over and over. <laughs> Someone goes to the door of the restaurant and it shouts it to the street, and you're just like, All right, well, okay, I have to go home, it turns out. So <laughs> more people I'll see just you guys start later. Piling into the restaurant to yell at you, yeah, from must, outside. <laughs> yeah, everybody's coming in. It must be weird to be like good friends with with one of those people. I don't know, like, because what's what do you do then? You just be like, you know, hit them up on DM, and be like, tough day, huh, or something. I don't know what you say. <laughs> like, oh, rough break. Well, I did tell you. Like, I did tell you when you shared that idea with me. I did tell you to never say that out loud, but I guess you did. And well, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> that's the thing of like when you have context for someone as like a three-dimensional person like there are plenty of people i like who i who i think have like some belief or like some weird vendetta that i think is like silly you know and it's just like but i know them as a three-dimensional person so i'm just like oh yeah that's like a touchy subject for them whatever like yeah. then that thing gets broadcast and you become the that guy like that's your whole thing yeah <laughs> it's weird. just like this person's insane yeah, it's weird when it becomes something that they, they think they really want to, like, discuss at length, where otherwise it would just be like, yeah, like, you knew somebody as a friend, and then somebody brings up, like, yeah, like, somebody says the word himbo at a bar, and you're just, like, you know, nose in your drink, just like, oh, fuck, here we go. <laughs> here it comes. Yeah, here this comes, so, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, we should move on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, let's let's give you one. Hey, uh, congrats to the Green Onion Checks Shrek guy. Um and uh, hey, if anyone wants to send us the cereal, uh, <laughs> I would love us some. or something. I would, I would, I would love some for sure. To get some well, we can't all have. It. You have to send one to you. Have to send one to each of us. It's only fair because yeah. we're all separate. Yeah, yep. save. Send us the green checks. Like to get it. Like to get a handle on it. Uh, number four. Checks hit us up. Hmm? Number. I said checks. Hit, checks hit us up. Sorry. Oh no no. A lot of checks. A lot of crosstalk today. Sorry. Add us checks. It's the internet. This is, yeah. It's been long enough that it's like, it almost feels like somehow it's getting harder to do it online than it was <laughs> when it was like brand new, but I don't know why. Number four. Uh, this is a follow-up uh, on a story we've covered before about the Thai town where uh, a bunch of macaque monkeys had sort of taken over. We discussed, I'm sure that we told our go-to monkey stories I told the sunglasses <laughs> story, um, you know, all of our all of our experiences with monkeys. So this is an update on it, though, where what was happening 
was that uh, there wasn't enough food for the monkeys before, and so they'd become they'd started this whole turf war where they were battling it out for the food that was available. As as you know, like the city was in lockdown, um, and they were just going absolutely nuts. They were going crazy. Uh, so people were like, okay, let's try to calm them down. Let's try to like get these monkeys back on the level so that we don't have to endure living in a, a city on fire, you know, with all the monkeys going about. Uh, so they were like, we'll feed the monkeys, and then that'll surely fix the problem. So they started feeding the monkeys junk food. They're throwing out Uh-oh. their goddamn green checks or whatever. They're throwing out... That green check's probably pretty healthy. Throwing out some M&Ms or whatever, feeding feeding monkeys, just a monkey cramming both sticks of a Twix into his mouth, just going nuts, whatever they're putting out there. But the problem is that when they decided to feed the monkeys this junk food, uh, monkeys are small, you know. They're much smaller than a human. And the sugar, it drives them absolutely crazy. So (laughs) (laughs) people believe that the sugary diet that the monkeys are suddenly on has made them sex crazed and they are breeding faster than ever before. <laughs> so they got, they, they fed the monkeys junk food to try to get them not hungry. And it simply gave them fuel for fucking. It gave them, it was the gas, you know, this, it was the fuel tank for their fuck machine. And now they're making more monkeys than anyone's ever seen. Um, they solutions? should cover this on the call your daddy podcast. Mm-hmm. Have them on. Yeah. <laughs> my next guest today is a fucking slut <laughs> ladies and gentlemen <laughs> the Thai monkey is here yeah the sh- blood sugar levels are incredibly high <laughs> just ab- just making a mess uh so this is really this is really not what you want if you're uh if you're trying to uh placate these monkeys um <laughs> that's uh it's really suboptimal it is interesting yeah. though that the they're like fucking way more because of junk food because i feel like that's like sort of a quasi conspiracy theory about like um the like industrialized food uh industry is that it's like making us all fuck less oh it's stopping breeding yeah or just like that it like there there's like a i i feel like that's like a conspiracy theorist like anti-gmo person thing is like you know that they're like putting stuff in the food to make people fuck less but then I feel like these if, monkeys proving yeah. it wrong. I feel like if anything is making people fuck less about our food situation, it's the very poor portion control. Like that's more of it than <laughs> yeah. anything else. People are uh, too full to fuck is really the thing. Yeah, eating a fucking massive dish of ziti and then being like the chemicals. <laughs> oh, I can't fuck. <laughs> like that's not probably the problem. It's probably just that, like everyone is eating way too much food. Is this conspiracy like like the is this like the government is trying to keep us from from like or is it just like is it just like not a conspiracy theory so much as just like a uh, don't eat this it's unhealthy type thing? I like, think it's I like I'm, where I'm trying, I've heard it in the context of like people who think like Bill Gates's ultimate uh, objective is population control. Like yeah, the people okay. who are all about like population control, but okay, also yeah, yeah. just like super health nuts who like don't trust the FDA and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's yeah. Those that all fits. Yeah. Just <laughs> eating raw soybeans and stuff. That was the well. No is. soy is soy is fucking with us too. Remember? Oh right. Yeah. Soy, yeah. It's, soy is bad. Come on, man. It gives soy, you the movies. Yeah. It makes it's it gives you estrogen, which is uh, a toxin. Yeah. It's poison. It's 
the hated chemical by all of those people. Can't have everyone be staring at you movies on your Twitch stream if you if you drink the <laughs> awful soy. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like, but this is crazy. Reading more, like, oh my god, uh, th- this is really betraying. That some we skim the I skim the articles for sure, but maybe I miss some things. Um, so this now this is really sad. Is that now the government is starting a sterilization campaign? Well, I guess that's not sad. I don't know it's like spaying and neutering, but yeah, I mean it's does, a li- it's a little dark, but uh, yeah. it's just like spaying and neutering strays. It's physically very un, un- unwelcome to my brain to imagine. <laughs> Visually, I hate it. Um, but it's funny because they name as a joke they name this this story. This is a Daily Mail, the City of the Apes. You know, like Planet of the Apes. But this does seem like. Like how you would radicalize apes against, or and they're also they're not apes, they're macaques. Are are macaques apes? No, they have tails. No, okay. they are monkeys. Just a little, just a little journey through my brain there. Um, <laughs> like, like this is like what you would do to the monkeys to to radicalize them if they ever developed intelligence. Where it's like first Absolutely. you feed us sugar to make us fuck, and then you cut off our dicks. Like they're so mad. Um, but so they're doing that. So yeah, in this in the last three years, there the the monkey population has doubled. So oh man, so it was even before Corona. I guess it's just been going absolutely crazy. These things are fucking. Now this is insane. All right, so there's an abandoned cinema. I assume from the virus, not a very safe. It's not AMC. They're not you know paying somebody three dollars an hour to to walk into an infected room and spray it down. Um, so this abandoned cinema has become the macaques headquarters <laughs> and cemetery dead monkeys are laid to rest in the projection room and any human who tries to enter it is attacked okay that they are gaining sentience the, there is an crazy. uprising this is so that cinema stacking is dead monkeys in there that's that's really okay sure it's a, this cinema is the monkey chaz it's their autonomous zone uh, they are planning an uprising. Absolutely, that's crazy. And uh, you know what? I stand with them. Yeah, we stand with the monkeys. Support them. Uh, yeah, there's a shop owner nearby that displays stuffed tigers and crocodile toys to try to scare the monkeys because the <laughs> monkeys regularly steal spray paint from his store, which means I think they're getting ready to fucking mark their territory. This is this absolutely is the chance. No one. I- uh, here's another line. No one in Lopburi seems to remember a time without the monkeys. <laughs> so this is wow. they all the talk about the good. new normal, but it's all just about monkeys. It's not about the pandemic at all. I would kind of like to go here. I would like to see these guys see just how much control they have. There's so many of them. It is. It is. Uh, and yeah, this there's a big. Got a, he's just he's just got a thing of romaine lettuce. He's just just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, just gnawing away. Well, he's trying to counteract all that sugar he's got in his body. He's trying to wash it out a little bit. Yeah, he's like, um, he's just like, oh man, I haven't eaten a vegetable in days. I got to get something green in my body. And then he just eats raw romaine lettuce. <laughs> yeah, just pure water. Wow, this sign you just put in here is amazing. It says, beware monkey zone. And yeah. there's a monkey sitting next to it. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume this is just at the city limits. And it has the exact weathering of like a sign from you know Mad Max or something. Uh, yeah, so that's also a sign that I put up when we're about to record in my in my home. <laughs> yeah, <but> we're <laughs> monkey business inside. That's right. 
I'm imagining you putting up a sign in your, like, essentially studio apartment just so only your girlfriend can read it. (laughs) Just very very insulting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, uh, don't make me tap the sign. This is the monkey zone now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Building a little fort out of the couch to record your podcast in. Uh, Yeah. And then this is the duality right here, you know? This is a from a, the shop owner that that's been putting the stuffed animals so they stop stealing all of his you know spray paint to do their to do to throw up to throw up some monkey pieces to mm-hmm. tag the city you know uh he says that despite his daily joust with the creatures he will miss them if they are moved Aww. so you know they they have to exist they both have to exist it's like a you know, f- fucking Zelda and Ganon is this shop owner, this monkey who keeps stealing his spray paint. Need the light and the dark. I'm used to seeing them walking around, playing on the street, he says. If they're all gone, I'd definitely be lonely. Aww. So. Yeah, I'm with the monkeys. They sound cool. They're, are they are they like attacking people or are they just mm. fucking a lot? I think they're not. It hasn't made too many specifics on whether they'll attack you if you try to enter their memorial monkey memorial sure. well yeah that's a sacred site yeah it, it does really clarify how aggressive they are i have to think that they're it's kind of up for up for like it's possible like i don't think that you're sure you're not going to be attacked at any point but i don't sure. think they're just wailing on people you're never yeah you're never a hundred percent safe yeah you're definitely getting like a little you know a little roll thrown at your head or something like that's chances happen. of chances of being attacked by monkeys are never zero yeah you yeah. always have to sleep with one eye open constantly danger constantly just yeah i mean they they outnumber the people i think you just got to give up the city you know yeah just do that i mean see what happens like maybe it'll become like a planet of the apes situation and they'll all they'll form a like a little autonomous nation yeah you know? they'll be so, sitting in little chairs when you come back? Yeah, and they'll build a Lincoln monument, um, but it will be with a monkey instead of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. It would be <laughs> weird the if the monkeys, monkeys in... It'd be weird if the city of monkeys in Thailand built an Abraham Lincoln. But yeah, no, that's what's... Uh, <laughs> that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> you leave that's all the monkeys alone? That's my understanding of how it happens. That's just the way it goes. That's the natural progression. <laughs> Abandon the city of monkeys, and they immediately put up a statue of Christopher Columbus, and you're just like, okay, why? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> just like, and if you try to tear it down, the monkeys go fucking batshit. They're just so <laughs> mad. It's like, oh, I guess monkeys are are colonists. Yeah, they're pro colonialism. Is that Robert E. Lee? Okay, <laughs> wow. Okay, this one doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, just every every problematic uh, sculpture they build themselves. It's just turns into Prince? a troop. Hmm? <laughs> Is that? Who? I was gonna. S- I was going to say the prince in Belgium, but then I forgot who he was. So I was grateful you cut me off. But oh, then you asked me who. <laughs> but then I, I doubled back and I was like, no, no, no. Please, please, go ahead. Yeah. The monkeys <laughs> Who's are the just prince, prince in Belgium, Belgium they tore down? <laughs> yeah. And then the monkeys, like, and then because the monkeys are putting up all these Confederate statues or whatever, all these, like, racist statues, suddenly the, the U.S. government is like, we've decided monkeys can vote now. We like what they're doing, we like what they're putting yeah. down. Uh, we are going to give them all the votes we took away from felons. Now those are monkey votes. They'll vote. 
How everyone assumes they will vote by putting a treat into one of two boxes. Uh, thank you for your time. Um, everyone's voting hours will be one hour long, and except for the monkeys who can do it whenever they would like. Um, by the way, I was thinking of King Leopold. That's who got torn down in Belgium. Oh, really? Yeah. Colonialist guy. Colonized Africa. Anyway, I like the idea that the monkeys become a valued voter demographic. <laughs> the monkey <laughs> block. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's They're doing well among African Americans and uh, young uneducated white men, but the monkey block is still solidly red. It's just so hard. It's so hard to start the like, monkey block. Just politicians like taking grimacing pictures, pretending to enjoy bananas. Just like, <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like the equivalent of like drinking a beer, you know, like just yeah. having a normal beer. Just like, oh, just enjoying <laughs> yeah. a banana, as I often do. Yeah. Trump having a rally in the monkey city, eating a banana on stage, <laughs> monkeys going wild, just clapping. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you know, I don't agree with all of his policies, but he's really a guy who could sit down and have a banana with. You know, yeah, that's that's right. He says what he means. He says what he means. That's what's important to me. <laughs> a monkey. <laughs> uh, well, I guess good luck. I don't know. I think I'm with the monkeys. I think I think they're cool. I think they should just give them the city. It's fine. Yeah, I don't think I even have an opinion on this. I think I think I just want to see where it goes i think i'd like to just let it play out all together we'll monitor this this uh watch this space for updates monkey zone updates the monkey zone tune into the monkey zone for updates on the monkey zone exactly. that's right number three number three is uh this is a very exciting um prospect i think for all of our listeners this is uh, honestly maybe more of an advertisement uh although i am not being paid by nasa to spread the word however uh they have recently launched a crowdsourcing campaign um to design a space toilet for their astronauts if you have the winning design um you will receive twenty thousand dollars from nasa so Apparently they're going to the moon in 2024, which I was not aware of, but all right, I guess. Like Yeah, cool. I don't I don't think it's changed much, but sure. Um but yeah, they need uh they need uh to upgrade their space toilets and they're looking for quote innovative solutions to complex problems such as how to shit in space. Um It's got to be I mean the problem being that the turds keep floating out of the toilet. Yeah, that's the main issue, I think. The <laughs> they won't keep say floating it. out of the toilet. I'm, I'm immediately picturing an Apollo 13, like they're in the conference room, and it's just like, we need to fit this, and he's holding up a turd <laughs> into this, the toilet, <laughs> with this, and it's just a bunch of shit that he dumps on the, dumps on the desk. <laughs> yeah. You just, so, uh, um, this, there, are some, just there are some imagine. laws, some rules. Just imagine the Martian, except the entire thing he's trying to do is stop his turds from floating around his space station and stinking it up. Yeah. He's lashing them to the walls, tying them down, just stapling so, them to stuff. There are some specifications that you need to keep in mind. That This part reminds me of that scene in Apollo 13, because it, it has to weigh less than 33 pounds. Uh, it has to be no more the than turd? four point... The toilet. Oh, yes. <laughs> the turd receptacle. Uh, it, has, it, it can be no more than 4.23 cubic feet, and... Uh, they make clear it must accommodate both sexes, which is like, I, I like the idea of someone submitting a design that's just a urinal, and then they're like, "Oops, 
I forgot there was another thing. <laughs> forgot. Here, this straps onto your penis. It's like, what about if you don't have a penis? Excuse me? Yeah. What? what? <laughs> I'm confused. Can we go back? Um, can um, I submit just a box? I would love to submit just a box to this. I, I mean, a box taped to the floor wouldn't yeah. float away. I mean, I, you, I think you could tape to the floor. You just have to hold it up against your ass until you're done. <laughs> and then it closes. That's really the thing. You just need, yeah, you, you need to just, like, attach it to your ass. Like, it just needs, it's a hose that sucks turds out of your ass and ejects them into space. Mm-hmm. I think that's really what we're, what we're going for here. Yeah, just sort um, of like a very small, like a, like a, like a butthole-sized airlock that'll just fire it out. Yep. You just press up against it. Oh, man. It. And it makes that little airlock noise. Mm-hmm. Just like, whoosh, and they immediately like, freeze in the vacuum of space. <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> Yeah, also like that scene in Apollo 13 where he pees out the airlock and you see it go into space and it's like a mist and it's like very beautiful, but it's the guy's piss. Yeah, it's like an American Beauty sort of thing, you know, writing a poem about a turd floating by in the space station. I just, uh, I want to see a video on this. I want to see that guy, you know, you know, Chris Hadfield, that astronaut who always does like science experiments in space and posts them on Mm -hmm. like Reddit. I want him to do that because he always like starts it by like holding something up to the camera. I just want him to hold up like a real stinker of a turd to the camera and be like, here's the problem. All right. So, <laughs> and then like just keeps trying to put it in a toilet and it keeps floating back out. And he's like, you can see this is one of the many uh, unique problems we experience here in space. But what do they do now? They wear diapers. I don't think uh, they wear diapers. I think they probably already have a space toilet, but it is somehow inefficient, which I feel like if you want this design challenge to go well, you need to you need to outline the design limitations of what you're currently working with. Like, yeah. what are the problems, you know? They yeah. don't really say, I guess, because they don't want uh, people to know how um, lacking NASA is in its turd management uh, program, but... There is there's a first, second and third place prize. So if you if you have the best design you win 20,000, second best design you win 10,000 and third best you win 5,000. So like submitting a box that you attach to your ass or an a asshole size airlock might actually win you some money. That's not enough money for NASA. I don't think. Don't they Yeah, you're probably like, right. like millions into R&D. If I come up with a cool toilet, you better give me a million dollars. I'd, I'd just never want to work again if I came up with the perfect toilet. Yeah, they do have to say sort of like what the problems are. I feel like everyone's being set up to fail because they're just like, it seems easy to trap a turd. Maybe they just want to watch people fail just so they understand how difficult their jobs are. They want, <laughs> they want people to just be shitting in boxes for experimental purposes. That's what they want. Yeah. Just, uh, just... Bruce Willis coming in and getting really mad at how poorly put together the toilet is, and just like you know, it's like you think this is like where's who 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 threw who put this in there? Just throwing it out, and all like the the, the NASA nerds are just kind of like shuffling around, looking down at the ground. Yeah, just tossing <laughs> turds over his shoulder. They're grabbing them out. Just of the bringing air. in bringing in a team of plumbers to save the world, um, <laughs> teaching them how to be astronauts. <laughs> yeah, just a classic plumber. That's the one guy floating around in there. He's just like, please, please control them control the turds they need they need they need to develop a spacesuit that still preserves the airlock while still allowing them to show a little crack when they bend over <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a it's a transparent panel right over the ass 
It's like yeah. this clear vinyl. Yeah, it's, that's in the that's in the plumbers guild. That's part of their that's part of their whole thing. Yeah, it's sort of like an accordion style piece of plastic, so that when they bend over, it expands <laughs> and it reveals. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they do? You, here's a question. Do you think they took a shit on the moon when they were there? Maybe I think that's they, why I don't they gotta go so. back to Maybe. go pick it up. Yeah. See what yeah. happened to it. Study it. What if they get Man, to the moon just, and there's turd people there now? I'm just still thinking about like how we how like humiliating must it be to be a plumber where like the main thing people associate with your job is that your ass is out like that that's your you learned how to do that and people are just like oh your ass is always out right you're like i'm a i'm a tradesman i also think you can't avoid it really it's just like ah your ass is out it's like yeah it's because i work on my hands and knees for my wages (laughs) a lot of the time it's because i'm I'm shoveling your turds out of your horrible old pipes. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. Yeah, I, be- I bet no one can see your ass crack at your standing desk, Phil. But some of us <laughs> are on the ground. Some of us have to get under the sink by nature. You know? Number two. So number two is uh, a story from the great state of New Jersey. Uh, you know, very scenic. uh beautiful this time of year this is uh, a story about some beautiful boaters on a lake hopatcong which i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right but apparently it's the largest lake in new jersey it's like out um kind of like in western like close to pennsylvania kind of and uh there's there's trouble in paradise on this lake um and allegedly this is the stuff described in the story is allegedly happening as we record this. So I guess we'll learn the aftermath by the time this episode comes out. But uh, they're, it's boater versus boater. They've turned against each other. Um, there's uh, some strife over a Trump uh, event. I guess he's coming to New Jersey today. Um, don't know he what was he's supposed doing to, He was supposed to. He's actually staying home now to uh, uh, make sure there's law and order. He's protecting... He's, He's strapping himself to a statue to make sure nothing happens to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe this won't, maybe this clash won't happen then since he's staying home. Um, but yes, I'm sure he's bravely, um, you know, inspecting the bunker again or whatever. It definitely so, has nothing to do with the fact that him going to play golf without quarantining for 14 days violates the, uh, uh, the edict from the, you know, coming from the, the northeastern states about people from other places or whatever. Definitely <laughs> not related. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you're supposed to have a rally, and uh, I guess it was like on the lake, the people who live on this lake were going to have a boat parade in solidarity with him. Just everybody get out on their boats and be beautiful boaters with your Trump flags uh, and have like a boat rally, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, there is a counter, counter protest, and uh, all of the people with boats who don't like Trump were organizing their own boat parade. So, like, ev- basically every boat in this community was going to be out on this lake today, um, you know, protesting and counter-protesting. And uh, I don't know how you would escalate, um, you know, to, to violence or something if you're all on boats. But I, I guess you could, like, you know, do fireworks or something, like, too close to the other boat. You, or, like... Yeah. The one thing to do, you put up a large wall in the middle of the lake... And then each side takes turns calling out uh, coordinates. And if you're on those coordinates, then you have to go home. You have to stop protesting mm. until one uh, one team is completely gone. 
That's just how naval battle works. It's natural, basic stuff about sea warfare that I know. That's true. Yeah, I guess they would just it would it would uh, abide by naval rules if they wanted to uh, to tussle sea law. That yes, is, sea law. That is how that would work. Um, yeah. So there's just like all this uh, like these dueling Facebook event invites of like bring your vessel decked out with American flags, Trump flags, patriotic gear, patriotic clothing encouraged. Please share like all of that. And then there's like the counter protest. Um, the, apparently there are not that many people who aren't Trump people on this lake, uh, who are, uh, boat owners. It seems like the predominant, um, demographics of people in New Jersey who own boats tend to be people who like Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a little bit, there's a little bit of a counterinsurgency. I'm personally like, would just like to protest all of the people who own boats for uh, not uh, giving me one of their boats or letting you on their boat. Yeah, yeah. That was like th- there was always like Patty. You probably remember this. Like down at the on the Potomac in Georgetown, there were always dudes who just were really rich and then bought a boat and really had this idea in their head of their like of like boat equals me getting sex and would just like kind of hang out near there. And then like anybody that walked by, like any woman that walked by, they'd be like, want to jump on the boat? Like just like very, very fucking weird shit. Boat ownership is, is an interesting phenomenon. Hold on. They would, they would hang out by their boat. Like they would hang out on the bank of a river. Like sort of like in the one place where you could kind of pull up. Is this in Georgetown or is this a different dock? I don't know. But they were like, yeah, they'd have like these kind of like, you know, not like a yacht or anything, but kind of these like leisure boats. Patty, can you confirm this? Uh, I was not really involved in the boat scene. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I went down I went down to the waterfront like a couple of times for like bar crawls or whatever um, and for like nice dinners with my family. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean the only yeah the only the only boats I was even tangentially connected to was my uh, one of my roommates was on the crew team, so he would go down to the uh, yeah. boat house, not um, down right in, on the Potomac Thompson Boat Center, um, not a boat you can invite people onto, yeah, <laughs> not a pleasurable yeah, time for anyone. Yeah, hey, down you want to come cruise on my boat and then you just make them row it and yeah. they're like exhausted? <laughs> Here, go grab go <laughs> grab a giant oar, go grab one of those eight foot long oars and join us on <laughs> so our boat. Hope I'll you know be, how to I'll, do I'll, this, or uh, you'll catch a crab and get whipped out of the boat by accident. Uh, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> also, if you break anything, everything costs two thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll be I'll be a cox. I'll yell at you. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll do. <laughs> Feels like the yeah, start of a long and fun. rewarding story to me. Um, yeah, um, I, but yeah. So 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 boats boaters, you know, um, they're feuding. They're feuding they're on being, this lake. I feel like if you're a person with a boat pre-Trump just having a boat you just kind of like wave to each other because like that's like a thing it's almost like it's like a, being a guy with a beard how like for a while you would just like nod at each other because it was yeah. like some weird like it's like boat huh yeah we're about that life and now yeah. now it's they've been torn apart like everything yeah, else the jeeps of the sea like I get the jeep <laughs> um, yeah um, same sort of like cu- culture associated with them i feel like as boats and jeeps yeah but you know that's what you, I think I agree. If you want to, if you want to support support President Trump, the big man, yeah, overload your boats with with merch. Just go far <laughs> above the recommended uh, load that you're supposed to have on that boat. Just the heaviest merch you can find, 
just really you know memorial commemorative rocks commemorative bags of lead buckshot load them all onto your boat and then go out load to your boat with those commemorative trump coins yeah just a whole whole chest full of commemorative <laughs> trump coins and then go to the epicenter of the lake and uh don't bring trump any ga- buckets. A trump galleon yes yes yeah <laughs> yeah you find a treasure chest full of trump challenge coins sometime in the future <laughs> yeah I feel like, like wow, things were pretty stupid back then. Like, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow, this was pretty stupid. And then somebody else would be like, also, a lot of people died. And it's like, wow, this was a bad time, huh? <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's a class that I was like, where it sucks that, like, the worst and most threatening time ever is, like, also would be funnier if it wasn't so terrifying. That would be that. Like, <laughs> yeah, if people, if people weren't dying, it would be hilarious. Yeah guy's ruining it (laughs) ruining even how stupid this is but yeah go sink your boats i don't know just go drill i don't know what do you go drill a hole in the bottom of your boat to own the libs Mm -hmm. yeah libs say that uh, drilling a you know for coronavirus actually it's really helpful to drill a hole or it's um you gotta you gotta make sure that your hull is intact because of coronavirus uh, right. Sorry to sorry to restrict your freedom, but we do think that your the hull of your boat should be completely intact. That's a an edict from Antifa. So, you know, follow yeah. that, please. The, the The best way to show your support for President Trump is to install your own glass bottom in your boat and don't <laughs> test it before you take it out on the water. Yeah, uh, Trump loves you, glass bottom boats. He would be it would make him so happy to see a bunch of glass bottom boats out on that lake. Beautiful, our beautiful <laughs> boaters, the beautiful bottoms. Yeah, uh, do that, and then juggle some. Uh, what is it? Spark plugs where the ceramic shatters tempered glass. Yeah, juggle those on top of your glass bottom boat. Get out there, you know. Did you guys for a while, like a, a little while ago, because it was recently Trump's birthday? I was getting a an ad on YouTube that was like, "Wish Trump a happy birthday." Click here, and I just can't. <laughs> Even if you like the president, I can't think of anything more like bootlicking than wishing the president a happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. President. That's they, like <laughs> they love it. They love to talk about the president's birthday. They did one for Pence too. It's just like sign the birthday card and it's obviously just collecting your information or whatever, right? right. But like but it, it like the the idea that you would have the impulse, I mean like like I don't know. There's this weird like identification that goes on and I guess there probably was some of that with Obama too, but like I, I don't know, man. He's a he's a bureaucrat, professional. You know what I mean? I, like yeah. I don't. I, I you know, the person is not the thing. You know what I mean? Like it's supposed to be like the policies. They're doing a job. Like they work. You know? I don't know. It's they crazy. work for you. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. I just don't understand. Like even if you like the president, being like, I need to wish the president a happy birthday. Like he'll be okay. I don't. He doesn't I, need, I need that. I need for to. Me. I need to make sure I'm on the. I'm on the exclusive list of people on the list of people who wished president trump a happy birthday that he will be definitely shown in the oval office and right. will definitely yeah. say uh terrific or whatever there's a there's a birthday cake with electric candles and every time someone clicks that ad the, the candles light up and you yep. know it makes and it him brings very a tear happy. to his eye it makes him very happy yes yeah it's weird it's like everyone because that's well, what yeah, everyone says it's um, like hopefully there is not a an epic boat clash on this lake today uh but you know everybody be safe out there that's all i'll say and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Uh, number one this week, I mean, it's got to be 
and a look into the into animals and and their behavior. You know, that's our classic beat. Uh, so this is some this is some cla- a classic story of some scientists messing about with with animals to see what happens. Um, you know, they'd call it some sort of study, quote unquote, but we know what they're doing. They're messing about. <laughs> uh, and this is that scientists created. I guess this is something that already existed, uh, which they call a cyber slug. So you they can basically like make a slug a sea slug this is like one of the because it's one of the nature's simplest nervous structures apparently uh and then they can like kind of monitor what it does and like how it behaves so they created this cyber slug so it's like a simulated nervous system yeah right yeah it's yeah and so they took this and then they were like all right we got this sea slug we got this cyber slug and this is one of those other things that I just feel like, why are you doing this study that's just like, everyone would have told you this, which is that um, they may, they, they would try to see what they did was they set up a couple different things they could eat. And there's like, at first they were like healthy food and un, or like, like good food that it liked and bad food that it doesn't like. And it turned out that when it was uh, hungry it would eat any food, but when it, you know, it would also eat the good food, like just like nothing. But then they added the, the, the focal point of this, which is that they added the option for instead of either, either type of food, the slug could have drugs, a little, a little drugs for the slug. And again, I really don't see how they saw this going any other way, but they also turned up, which is apparently something they can do. They turned up the hedonism values to max or whatever they, they 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 jacked up this this cyber slugs hedonism values and then put a bunch of drugs in front of it and you guys aren't going to believe this it started doing drugs it started doing the drugs this hedonistic slug turns out uh feeling good all the time was something it wanted to do when they <laughs> offered it drugs <laughs> so uh they did that and uh kept just like it, it would just constantly eat the drug it would prefer it over food which is again it's just like yeah you guys found out addiction is real in 2020 again um and then they had to put it through slug rehab to get it off the slug drugs what did they learn i don't know did they wait <laughs> did they really put it through rehab yeah asimov which is what they called it of course Started going into withdrawal, uh, made it seek out the drug again, uh, and then the researchers kindly sent Asimov into cyber slug rehab, which means they Aww. just removed the drug that they were giving it. <laughs> they turned down its hedonism values. Yeah. I wish I could do that. Yeah, just crank I wish it I down. could just crank down my hedonism values a little bit. I feel like that would make my life a lot easier. Yeah, this is e- even this even this report on the study is kind of saying this thing too, where it's like it says that they goes none of the addictive responses are in any way surprising, <laughs> given we see them frequently in a diverse array of animals, not least ourselves. So basically, it's also being like, yeah, things like drugs, things love I've, to flood their system with dopamine when they have the chance, and they're probably going to do feel, it. 
So I I feel like scientists love to get stuff addicted to drugs. It's like their favorite study. Like yeah. they, they do it all the time where they're like, let's study reward centers. How about we do it with heroin? And like <laughs> they just get love getting all manner of animals addicted to drugs. I guess it's good that at least this one was a, ro- a robot animal. It's kind of like the sloth bot, but even, um, you know, less uh, comp or even less complex than the sloth bot. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah, they're just, it's, it's like the, I feel like the, you know, the, the results page of this study could just be like, you know, they're, they're like drug brain feel good. We'll revisit this right. in three months. Like, it's like my, my God, the pleasure substance is lighting up the pleasure section of the b- slug's brain. Like, well, my, how can this be? Yeah. It feels like it's like, it's like, oh, when given the choice between dog shit and chocolate, not, you know, not to bring it back to the checks thing, but it's like, Animals prefer chocolate. It's like, yeah, I would have just guessed that. I would have probably. Uh, I don't. Not dogs. <laughs> well, I not feel dogs. like if I, I knew you were going to take this tack on the story, we wouldn't have made it number one. <laughs> well, I didn't realize how. <laughs> You're you just know. like big fucking deal number one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the dumbass story. This sucks. <laughs> An, a weird news story. That's the, the, the basis, the, the conceit of the podcast is it's like, hey, scientists during a time when there's a million things they could be doing <laughs> are seeing like the effect of drugs on brains. very important science we need to have. Yeah. <laughs> just like... Uh, I think it's... I think it's just their easiest way to, like, get funding to do stuff is just, like, people people love to get things addicted to drugs. It's, like, their favorite favorite experiment yeah and there's not even they don't even go as far as to like be like we did this so that we could figure out more effective addiction treatment they were just like and then we didn't give it any more drugs (laughs) that seems to be the treatment i feel like it's so well known that drugs uh are addictive that really they weren't testing whether drugs were addictive they were testing whether their cyber slug worked like that's more what they're testing i feel like yeah just be like how accurate is this we better test it again <laughs> with drugs just with a massive cabinet full of different drugs that in their in the lab for whenever they do a new experiment but yeah i, I like to think that they like did this entire experiment in like seclusion and they came out and they were like everyone big news <laughs> S- slugs can get addicted to drugs and everyone was like where have you been <laughs> what is going on yeah just a just a slug with really like sunken cheekbones sitting up against the wall in a bathroom with a, a, a rubber band tied around its one of its slug arms you know the famous slug arm that we all know it's yeah. just tied around its midsection it's tied around too. its middle yeah. yeah yeah it's one of his eye stalks i don't i don't it's hard to, it's <laughs> well, hard that to could work yeah just he doesn't. He doesn't want the track mark, so he's injecting it into his little slug eye. <laughs> yeah, he's keeping on the DL by in, in, ugh, injecting the eye. You just just in a bad part of town, seeing a, a well dressed slug, knowing exactly what he's up to. It's like okay, all right. Somebody, <laughs> somebody needs their hit. Somebody needs their high. <clears throat> he's like after he's in rehab, and he's like in a little support group of other little slugs. Yeah. It's this is now that sounds nice to me. <laughs> that does. Sound I know, like, friends. 
his his journey of healing where he like finds other slugs that are going through the same thing as him although he can't really like connect with them because he's a cyber slug he's not a real slug so like he's he's still kind of ostracized which is probably what he's struggling with you know what's up my fellow slugs a little bit of that (laughs) Shoni has posted the slurm mascot from Futurama. (laughs) That is who I'm imagining as a slug drug addict is slurm. He's tired of partying, you know. (laughs) He's so tired. Slurms McKenzie went out a hero. I got to You got to You got to give it up for slurm. (laughs) Yeah, he did. You have to ask because in this picture he is wearing sunglasses and a Hawaiian shirt and has two people kind of on top of him, two women in bikinis. The question has to be asked whether he actually died days before and is only being puppeted by the bikini ladies. (laughs) It's a good okay. question. Mm-hmm. Weekend he, at Slurmsies. Yeah, yeah. He is dressed exactly like that. <laughs> He's exactly dressed like exactly like dead Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like that's how, like, uh, there is definitely a, a subgenre of white guy that just dresses like the corpse of Bernie now. Like, just that is day. a a style uh type i would say yeah the 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 one the bold choice maker in an improv group that's kind of the uniform yeah the the, uh the the josh androsky yeah it's like a a windbreaker um uh i know this because i did it for halloween like a striped shirt (laughs) um a uh uh light very light khakis is is the official look of bernie from weekend of bernie's Mm. one and then in two, he's got a hat somehow. I don't mm-hmm. know how the hat. He's like a bucket appeared, hat. But um, it's because his 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 scalp was starting to rot, so they just throw a hat on him. Yeah, you could see <laughs> his brain. In two, yeah, and two. Obviously, he can walk when music is playing. We, we all know this. Yeah, this yeah. All, these, you know. these are just basics. We, should, we need some scientists to look into this. Really? Yeah. It is so yeah. interesting how like Weekend at Bernie's, like honestly, a pretty inconsequential movie, but so transcendent in cultural references like it's so it comes up all the time the idea of puppeting a dead person around society yeah i feel like i can't the only other movie i can think of like that that is so disproportionate from its the amount of people who actually watched it versus its cultural impact is that movie the bucket list which before that movie came out, people did not use the phrase bucket list. And yet no one has seen that movie. Yeah. The Morgan yeah, the only Freeman thing I remember from that movie. Yeah. The Morgan Freeman, John Nicholson. The only thing I remember is Morgan Freeman saying, I hate your rotten guts when they're like <laughs> jumping out of an airplane or something. I think I don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah. That was in the trailer. Probably. Yeah. It was definitely in the trailer. Cause I did not see the movie, but um, no one did. Yeah. And yet people say bucket list all the time. Well, that was the end of the bucket list. When they completed it, they threw themselves off of a plane. That yeah, was how they it, Thelma and Louise did. Yeah, yeah. They held hands straight into the ground. Just thwack. <laughs> but, Grim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that would be a good Halloween. I saw, yeah. Patty, I saw your Halloween Bernie costume. Very good. Also a good joke Halloween costume, I guess, would be to kind of dress like Bernie and then be like, I'm Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's, but before he didn't die yet. Before he died. Well, Early Bernie. See, the thing is... Yeah, it would have to be like right before he died because he gets he gets killed like by an assassin's bullet like at his desk or poisoned or something. I forget what it is. Maybe it's a blow dart or something. But um, so he's in like his because he's at his Hamptons house. Um, but before that, he like works at an accounting firm or whatever. So he's like in a suit the whole movie, and then he just happens to uh, be in like, casual sort of Friday casual clothes right before. Yeah, he dies. I'm Bernie. So. Moments before a bullet yeah. cleaves his brain in two. You could just be in a suit and just be like, yeah, I'm Bernie Lomax from the beginning of Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> the, char- the character of Bernie Lomax. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm cheating. I'm I'm, I'm embezzling funds from uh, from the mob and sleeping with the mob boss's wife, and I'm about to get killed. Uh, but I'm first. I'm going to uh, uh, bring um, uh, Andrew McCarthy and uh, uh, Jonathan Silverman out to my house because they discovered my embezzling. I'm going to kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that that's how it plot. starts? Yeah, that's how the movie starts. He's going to kill them, and then he gets killed. Yeah, because they they catch on, and he's like, "Wow, this is really great stuff, guys. You know, you really, uh, you uh, yeah. Well, let's, why don't you come out to my house for the weekend? You know, I, I have these big parties. It's great, and uh, we can talk about this more. And they, I think the assumption is that he's going to kill them, but the mob actually puts a hitman on him because I guess the mob boss finds out that he's sleeping with his girlfriend or whatever. Um, Can't do that. And, and that's she's the, the and plot she, of Weekend at Bernie's. And she's the one who uh, ends up uh, sleeping with Bernie after he's dead. Um, up in upstairs, they hear her saying "boiny" because she talks like that for some reason um, <laughs> over and over again, and, and apparently has a very good time up there uh, with again a guy who's been dead for like at least a day. Mm-hmm. Classic. I feel like that yeah. happens. Like that kind of stuff happens a lot in like seventies and eighties movies. Like a conceit where a woman has sex with someone in a situation where they would obviously realize something is amiss and yet in the logic of the movie it just it just happens yeah yeah like a clerk clerks is the other one that i think of mm-hmm. you know where she's like you didn't know the guy was it was a dead guy you didn't and also like clerks you didn't know it was like a big fat old guy <laughs> <laughs> like wow uh real, yeah. real attack on dante's uh uh love making um <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like it was better than usual. It's like, oh, come on, Jesus, really? That was the '90s. Any 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 sort of insinuation of homosexual sex was was just considered disgusting. But necrophilia was like the number one thing happening. It was a lot of people <laughs> fucking corpses. But but for yucks, obviously. Yeah, for yucks, not to not as to get bit. the rocks off. Just for the bit. Just as um, a bit. Necrophilia yeah. for the yeah. bit. So weekend at Bernie's. Check it out. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Weekend at Bernie's two also. Um, one of my favorite things ever is that that movie got a sequel. It's truly insane that that happened. Um, but the sequel is somehow even dumber than the first one, but also fun. So mm. he's rotting. Should we end the podcast? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um, I think so. Uh, hey, uh, if you like this, um, we got a bunch more on patreon.com slash what a time pod, a uh, bunch of different guests, uh, over the, the, the course of quarantine. we got some, uh, some live show video, uh, we got a movie, uh, Roadhouse commentary track. Um, yeah, a lot of good stuff there. Um, we got over a hundred episodes. Um, we don't have a goal really other than at 2000 patrons. We're going to do the NFL combine. Um, but we're going to think of some more intermediary <laughs> goals, uh, before that. Um, we also have uh, a bunch of stuff up on the T public, um, including masks. If that's something you want to get with our, uh, our stuff on it. Uh, again, that was not our idea. That's, that's something they put up. Um, uh, give us an iTunes review if you like the show. That's supposed to be helpful. Um, we got the Discord. Uh, there'll be a link in the description. Um, and that uh, um, you have to be to get the private channels. You can join uh, up at the uh, Patreon, the, the ten dollar level. Um, but otherwise, uh, it's a it seems like a really cool community um, that uh, uh, everyone seems to enjoy. Uh, what a time pod at Twitter, Instagram. What a time podcast at Gmail for sending us stuff um, and just keeping tabs on what's going on with us uh, on the, on the Twitter, especially that's sort of our main um, outlet for that stuff. And uh, I'm Patty Mono stuff. I don't have anything to promote. I'm doing a show tonight, but it will be two days too late by the time you hear this. So uh, yeah, stay frosty. Everybody wear a mask. Um, I, I have, have no plugs. Eli Uden on Twitter, Chili's restaurants on Instagram. 
Thank you. Kath is gone. <laughs> Kath, Kath just um, leaves so mad at my Instagram. <laughs> Kath dipped the, the second it was her turn. Very good. <laughs> well, that's because I tried to start doing my plugs and Eli was talking and I was like, oh, they can't hear me. Uh, um, I have another podcast called Lie, Cheat, and Steal, which is a true crime podcast about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters. We release one free episode a month uh, on, our, on our free feed and then we do two uh, Patreon-only episodes a month uh for bonuses we just recorded one last night for the bonus feed about sean king and uh our free episode this month is about uh the rampart scandal which is a police scandal in los angeles in the late 90s so both kind of topical uh this month so yeah that's patreon.com slash lie cheat and steal a and d and uh we're on all the streaming podcast network stuff um think that's all i have to plug i'm kath barbadoro on everything and uh thank you for listening we'll see you next week goodbye bye